Welcome to What's Happening on the Hill. On this podcast, we'll share highlights, stories, and all the things that make Cottage Hill Christian Academy the place to be. You'll get to hear from our faculty and staff, students, coaches, alumni, and other members of the Warrior family tell about the life and the legacy of our school. Join us as we explore all the latest happenings and news on the Hill. This is What's Happening on the Hill. If you missed last week's episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to learn more about our newest team members that the Lord provided to Cottage Hill Christian Academy this academic calendar. I really get, I really enjoyed getting to uh, know them more and really see their heart behind uh, what they do. Uh, this week, we want to talk to a few people that you might know and have been a part of the Warrior family for some time, uh, but have roles that look a little different this year. And uh, I'm just excited to have. Uh, our Director of Communications, our Communications Director, Katie West. Uh, and, and I cannot thank Katie enough for the job that she uh, has done putting this podcast together each week. It, it's really been a great week of school. Uh, we're two weeks in now, but let, let, let's welcome Katie West. So, y'all, it's, again, I, it's crazy that we've made it for 12 episodes. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they are talking about how, like, most podcasts don't get past, like, 10. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've at least, like, made it that far so if people are still listening we don't really know but um if they're still out there we've made it um but no it has been a good uh, first couple of weeks of school um I think it's just now kind of ramping up and, and starting to get busy you know our calendars are filling up um this week this past week we you know kicked off athletics with the volleyball team uh hosting their home openers middle school JV varsity all of them and then um bringing in a home football game on Friday night uh it's always fun just having everybody around and on campus and, and again, just starting off the school year strong. It's definitely been a busy week. Uh, earlier uh, last week, we had our PTF-sponsored uh, ice cream social at Marble Slab. Uh, last year was the first year to do so. This year was our, our second time. And uh, just tell us about the crowds. It was at, at 302. Was 302, I pulled up in a parking lot, and people were lined up outside. I knew it was going to be a good day, and it never really slowed down. Yeah, I was there for a couple hours, and again, constant people walking through the door. I did I did witness, and I kind of feel bad for this family. It was not a cottage chill family. They walked through the door and looked at the line and was like, we're not doing this. I'm like, that poor kid that didn't get his ice cream for the day. But um, no, we were thankful for all y'all that showed up. Um, and then we also hosted the the new family kind of meet and greet coffee and conversations on Friday morning. And it's always good just to put faces with names um, and really get to know our families and, and welcome them in. And, and we just want to thank uh, not only our PTF, but all our new families and even our, our warrior families who have uh, been here for many, many years. Just the words of encouragement uh, to our staff. Uh, and, and to our teachers and, and just as a whole for the great start to the school year. Uh, in administration, we hear a lot of the negative things. I'm just going to be honest with you. And a lot of times we don't hear the positive things. And uh, we're just so grateful for everyone who has reached out via email or even messenger on, on social media to tell us how great uh, this school year has started. Uh, and, and I just can't thank our administrators, faculty, and staff enough. Uh, it was the hard work through the summer. It was the hard work last week hosting that of a Friday night football game. A lot goes into that. And we're just we're just excited about what the Lord has in store 
uh, for the 23-24 academic calendar. And uh, I'm really excited you're going to enjoy hearing this podcast uh, today of our, our teachers transitioning roles. And next week, uh, we look forward to bringing in our uh, safety and security team and have our director of campus security, uh, Officer Killian and uh, Officer Albritton, as well as our, our new school counselor, Ms. Kayla Perzine, to talk about those programs a little bit in detail. But, but now let's just go ahead and, and dive in with our segments on the church campus and West Campus with our, our new teachers uh, transitioning roles. All right, today we have uh, some of our teachers who transitioned in roles here on our campuses. Uh, so let's go around the room real quick, introduce yourself, uh, name, family, uh, the role that you previously held, uh, what you do now, and how long you've been at CHCA. All right, my name is Heather Cubitt, and this is my sixth year at Cottage Hill Christian Academy. Um, I previously have been teaching second grade for the past five years. I have two daughters who have graduated from Cottage Hill, Lexi in 2021, I think, and Ashton in 2023. And um, we attend Church of the Island, um, and I am now teaching middle school math. Big change. Thank you, Miss Cubitt. Uh, Ms. Quave? Sure. Beth Quave. Um, this is going into my eighth year here at Cottage Hill Christian Academy. Um, for my family, I have two children, one that just recently graduated in May, and then I have another daughter that is at our West Campus. I have served as the middle school science teacher for those years and now transitioning into the role of the assistant church campus director. Thank you, Ms. Quave. Ms. Patty Breland? My name is Patty, and um, I have a daughter that is a senior this year, and I have two grown daughters and one granddaughter, so a house full of girls. Um, I was previously teaching 3K, and I didn't move far, just moved up to 4K. <laughs> and we appreciate all of your service to Cottage Hill and transitioning into your new roles. Uh, what are you looking forward to most in these new roles? I know that we're two weeks into this academic calendar for 23-24, but just kind of ex uh, expound upon that. What are you looking forward to in your new role? And we'll start with you, Ms. Cubitt. Okay. Well, I have always really enjoyed teaching math. That's always been my favorite thing to teach at every grade level. Um, so just being able to teach math at a higher level and developing relationships with um, some of our middle schoolers. Thank you. And uh, Ms. Quay? When I came to Cottage Hill um, those years ago, I serviced about 100 or so middle school students. And today I'm able to serve many, many more all the way from preschool all the way through eighth grade. So I'm really excited and looking forward to just being able to plug in to many more students here. Only about five times. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Ms. Patty Breeler? Um, I teach preschool, so I, I love preschool. Um, so teaching 4K, it's not that much of a difference, but it is. Um, I'm able to expand my teaching ability a little bit more with um, the four-year-olds. Um, they're just a sweet group of kids, and being able to move to 
4K, I'm able to still be with all my children I had last year. So it's a gift. Absolutely. And you can see a definite transition in our uh, preschool department in just one year difference. And uh, I know Miss Miss Cubitt sitting there going from second grade to middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that you can count on Miss Quave to give you some advice uh, for the many years of service uh, with our middle school department there. Uh, so now let's kind of say uh, shift gears a little bit. What do you find most rewarding about your job? And uh, I know that's one of those things that a lot of times for me personally, you don't see it in the moment. It's down the line, uh, three years, five years, uh, uh, ten years down the line, that you that you actually receive that uh, reward uh, in regards to seeing our, our students develop and grow. But just from your aspect and your department area, uh, what, what's, what's most rewarding about your calling that the Lord's placed upon your life, Ms. Cubitt? I love to just really learn about each individual student and um, the needs that they have academically and how I can help meet their needs in the classroom, um, but also just, you know, building those relationships with them, you know, as a mentor and, and disciple them. Um, that That's really very rewarding to me. Thank you, Ms. Cubitt. And Ms. Quay, same question. Sure. I think that for me, I like to see the longevity of our families here at Cottage Hill. Um, having been here eight years, I'm in a cycle now where I'm have – Actually, uh, one of my former students has been subbing <laughs> on <laughs> campus. And so being able to see that, how they have just developed through their lives um, as warriors. Thank you. And Ms. Patty? Well, with the preschool, um, I'm able to love on these babies and build a good relationship with their families, um, which in you know the years moving forward, I have become really good friends with some of these parents of the family. So um, just building their trust um, and just loving on them. So you can you can see that faith, family, future is not just a motto that we say, but it's also who we are. And you yes, can absolutely he- hear, hear it in these ladies' hearts, and we're grateful for that. Now, um, of course, you guys have been here. Uh, we can talk about what originally attracted you to Cottage Hill Christian Academy and this calling uh, years ago. But what is your favorite aspect of the school's culture? And we'll start with you, Ms. Cubitt. I love the family culture that we have here um, where we just really support one another through hard times, through the good times. We celebrate with each other. We we mourn and grieve with one another. We pray for each other. So for me, I think that Cottage Hill does community really, really well. Um, I love how families interact. This past week, we had a wonderful night at the Marble Slab Creamery for the PTF fundraiser and just seeing warriors laughing and sharing with each other just warms my heart that's a great statement and i and i'm a huge fan of our uh, vision statement in regards to cultivating authentic community and when we cultivate something you got to work at it you got to plow the field and uh that was a great example this week with our ptf uh function at marble slab and just coming together as a community well said miss quay miss patty um well what brought us here First of all, to Cottage Hill was um, the faith part of it. My daughter has been here for 12 years, so we came when she was in first grade. And she went to public school and kindergarten, and we prayed about it, and, and this is what we wanted for our family, for our child. So we knew um, after a lot of prayer that Cottage Hill was faith-based, and that's where we 
decided we wanted to be. And then also the family part. Um, it's a, you know, just the community of being with like a family, you know, since we can't be with our children all day, you know, these teachers, they love our kids. They treat mm-hmm. them like their own. It's easy to say everybody is going to say, hey, it's all about family or it's all about faith first. But when we hear it from our staff and we hear it from our stakeholders and we hear our community uh, echo that, that that is making it real. And, and, and we're grateful for that. Now we're going to have a little fun mm-hmm. uh, because, of course, ease the tension in here a little bit. I, I know you guys might be a little nervous. Nobody can tell you're doing a great job. But let's let's laugh a little bit. So let's share a fun fact about you and Miss Cubit. We'll start with you. I am married to Santa Claus. <laughs> really, he is Santa. Uh, he does. He dresses up like Santa every year. Um, he starts growing his beard out usually around July fourth, and gets it colored. Goes to the salon, gets his his beard and his eyebrows colored white, and he is like legit the real Santa. I even find peppermints in his bathroom drawer, so he <laughs> smells like peppermint <laughs> during the holidays. That is awesome, uh, Miss Quay. Um, one fun fact is when I wanted to kind of transition from my previous position um, here to Cottage Hill, the main reason was because I wanted my children to be educated in the faith family future way. But um, I actually came to interview for a K-4 position. <laughs> and uh, when I was getting ready for that interview about an hour before I came in, there was an opportunity for me to uh, to apply and uh, have a, an interview for the science position, which is what my background is. So that was really fun. And that is awesome because that is just God's provision, and, and you have done a tremendous job over the years uh, in our science department at our middle school level, and we're just grateful for uh, you serving as our assistant church campus director now. Miss Miss Patty, fun fact. Fun fact about me is my family has four motorcycles. Oh, wow. And we love to go cross-country riding. My daughter that's a senior rides her own bike. It's a big bike, and uh, we have a lot of fun. And your daughter was Jasmine last year. That's yes. a pretty. That's a fun fact. Yes, she, uh, was. Uh, she was. So, so yeah, I, I, I did not know that, Miss Patty. All these years, I did not know that you had four motorcycles in the garage. Uh, that, that that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, well definitely, you can see we uh, have a lot of fun here at Cottage Hill, and I hope uh, this gave you a little peek behind the curtain in regards to seeing the transition of some of our. Uh, Faculty members coming to new roles for 23-24, we're very grateful for you three and the call that the Lord has placed on your life and answering that call, and we look forward to many, many more years together. So thank you guys. Any last questions, comments, concerns, anything uh, before we end this segment? I think we can all just say that we feel very blessed to be able to be Christian educators, not just educators who are Christian, but be here and live out our life in our faith. We're excited and look forward to 23-24. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this segment with Ms. Quaid, Ms. Cubitt, and Ms. Breedler. All right, in this segment, we uh, are continuing with our teachers in new roles. Uh, we love the opportunity when we have great educators uh, and we have a need here on either one of our campuses to transition uh, those educators in new roles. So what, we'll do, what, we, what we would like to do right now is just introduce yourself, tell us your name, tell us a little bit about maybe your family, uh, what you used to do, what you do now in this new role, and how long you've been at Cottage Hill Christian Academy. So, Ms. Olson, we'll start with you first. Okay. 
Okay, um, I'm Sarah Olson. I've, this is my seventh year at Cottage Hill. I started at the middle school teaching math and Spanish. Uh, we came here when my oldest daughter started high school in ninth grade. So uh, my family, I have four kids. My oldest daughter, Bug, graduated three years ago. Peter graduated last year, and I have twins in 10th grade. Um, I switched to Spanish, coming to the high school, Spanish all day. So that's been really enjoyable, um, very fun, especially because Almost half or more of my students are students I've already taught at the middle school. So and I know our students, as well as you, probably miss being in the math class. I really well. enjoyed back at the middle school. And we appreciate that, yes. Miss Olson. Uh, Mr. Regil? These kids will stop by and say, hey, can you help me with my homework? Absolutely. Well, um, I'm Amber Threadgill. I have uh, three daughters, um, and my husband's an educator as well. And um, so we have a full house all the time. My oldest is only 12, and so my baby's six. My middle child is nine. Um, I transitioned from the middle school. I was the middle school history seventh and eighth grade teacher and then was asked to take over a role here in the high school as history, of course, but also taking in the role of AP history for um, 10th and 11th grade and then also taking on some honors and CP classes as well. And I have really enjoyed that transition quite a bit um you know it's it's a different ball game altogether when you're when you're teaching at a higher level first off but um especially in the AP classes the discussion I have we'll loved getting your this summer student perspectives on various and, things and, and, and it's the, been uh, very enjoyable took place there and I know Miss Newton's grateful for that and we have actually heard a positive remark from our West Campus students about both Miss Olson and Miss Threadgill now uh now that we are uh, in this new transition, in this new role for both of you, what are you looking forward to in this new role, this academic calendar? Well, for Spanish, I'm really excited. We are having a mission trip to Guatemala this year, so I am very excited. Uh, my family and I, we lived in Guatemala for about a year and a half when our oldest were small, three and one and a half. Been back there about 15 or 20 times. Um, in the last 25 years. So it's a very special place to my heart where we're going. And I'm very, very excited for our students to um, go to a place where they can, I mean, use their Spanish that they're learning, but also share the love of Christ, get to meet um, some amazing people, help out at a school, help out at um, the, the site where the school is run, do some work projects and really uh, go out of their comfort zone and experience a different culture, learn about it firsthand. So that's what I'm most excited about for Spanish. But also I just enjoy our classes every day, watching the students learn, engage. Um, I even had a student today said, can we do that activity more often? That really helped me learn. And so that one, I was like, sure, absolutely. We can do something like it's, that again. It's so awesome the to see the response from the mission trip opportunity um, just, with our Spanish classes because I believe – just uh, maybe a few weeks ago, we had the interest meeting. We had 25, I believe, 25 uh, students interested. And I now I, I think that you're going to be taking almost right, right. 15, somewhere, somewhere around there. So that is great for our opportunity for our students to not only learn Espanol yep. here mm-hmm. on the West mm-hmm. Campus, but mm-hmm. go ahead and, and be the hands and feet of Jesus uh, in Guatemala. So we're looking forward to that. All right, Ms. Threadgill, uh, what are you looking forward to in this new role Absolutely. as you're teaching AP now on the West Campus? Uh, 
Well, I think the most important thing is looking ahead. You know, we're coming into 2024 and it's an election year. And I literally just had a conversation with Miss Newton and we were talking about how literally some of our seniors will be voting in this 2024 election. And so being able to talk about current events, be able to really gain, you know, a perspective, not just with what the kids are, are hearing, but being able to frame it in a Christian worldview. It's giving me an opportunity to have conversations with these kids that I've never really been able to have. I've been a middle school educator my entire career. Career. And so having that newfound love of, of just, you know, communicating with kiddos that really do have perspective and they, they want an outlet for it. And history class is a beautiful place to have an outlet for that. That's a safe place for them to express their opinions and then allow me to also frame it, like I said, in a way that's more of a Christ field field view. Um, that is what I'm looking forward to most. And I will say, I had a class literally today um, where we spent most of the morning talking about current events. We talked about the presidential debate last night, and that that kind of evolved into talking about some world topics and um, the level of intelligence that we have with our students. It's off the charts, That's and it's right. so Especially, encouraging to me. I, I know exactly where you're coming from, having here, the history background myself the future, and it's going to be amazing. It's something special when you have an election year and your kids are engaged and they can go home. So so I, I definitely understand what you're talking about there. And as you can tell, uh, both these ladies here have a passion for what they do. Now we're going to turn things a little bit more personal. Uh, from your perspective, what do you find most rewarding about the calling that the Lord has placed on your life? Uh, for me, it's just the relationships with the students and their families. Um, and even going back to the fact um, I have some seniors in Spanish 4 this year that I taught in 8th grade Spanish 1. And just that full circle to see these kids that I've watched mature or go to their sports games or programs, everything they've been involved in. They're friends with my kids. Um, the family that's built um, here is one of the greatest gifts and one of the greatest blessings as a teacher here is are, is the is the relationships that you get with these kids and these families, um, and that is what I'm very thankful for. And for my as a parent to see my own kids build great relationships with their teachers, um, my kids have teachers that they will remember forever. They still talk about. They still go visit. They want to talk to you know. They they have they know that those teachers invested. Them and, and when care you start about talking them. about relationships, so as a parent, you can that's get students to achieve to more being involved when you have that relationship. And, and that's what I like about. The, the, the culture of our school. Uh, Ms. Thurigil, what do you find most rewarding about your calling as an educator and a Christian educator at that? I mean, I've always said that you really do. To be a successful teacher and not literally pull your hair out at, at every chance, you have to be called to this profession. Um, you know, there's a level of, of stress that comes with any job, but there's just a level of heart that has to go into this job too. And what I've seen here at Cottage Hill, it's not just even the relationships that I have established with some of my students, which even when I had to tell some of my middle schoolers that I was leaving to come up here, one of the things I kept saying was, well, I'll get to have you again. I'll have another opportunity to have you again. It's not the end of the world but um it's also relationships that I've established with the staff here um I love my teacher friends I, I say this all the time they're, they're the ones that get you they relate to you they understand the day-to-day -day grind of what's going on and um and there has been such a community of educators that have been brought together by God to this place um that I am so thankful that I have their friendship so thankful that I have relationships with it's one of the things that makes me so excited Absolutely. about coming to work and it's the relationship you know, with the kids for sure but it's also 
not so much what you do, but who you do it with. And, and when you enjoy uh, the, the people that you get to lock arms with daily, it, it just makes uh, yeah. just a fulfill, fulfillment of your calling. And uh, th- thank you both for sharing that. And, you know, now I want to ask this question, and, and really you just answered it because – of what is rewarding to you in this calling, but what's your favorite aspect of the school's culture? I, I, I heard Miss Olson just talk about family. I mean, that's why it's rewarding and, and who we get to do it with. But if there's anything else that you would like to add about that, mm-hmm. about the aspect of, of Cottage Hill Christian Academy's culture, please share that at this time as well. Well, I, would, I definitely do want to echo what um, Ms. Regal said about the staff working with them that that is another blessing the teachers here care about each other care about their students um it really is an enjoyable environment for that i have to say one of the funniest or funnest things i think about is if you come to a friday night football game at cottage hill there are little kids everywhere and they are having the time of their lives playing their you know little football game on the grass or watching the game or being with the families and that was one of the things that over the years that i've always been really um, impressed with and I think is such a great part of Cottage Hill is that sense of family that your little kids are playing out there somewhere and it's okay and they're safe and there's people that know them and care about them Um, and it's just that almost like small town family feeling and I and it just keeps coming back to that is those relationships the people that you know that you spend time with um, that you invest in their lives and they invest in your life and they're like hey your kids over there doing wrong you know but it's that's a good thing it's that you need sure. that uh, Mr. Um, you? so that that's definitely a part of the culture that I enjoy well as cliche as it may sound you know in your interview that you gave me way back when I was you know first being introduced to this role as a middle school teacher um you know you really connected with the idea of faith, family, and future. And, you know, when you really dive into those three aspects, I feel like the culture of this school is that motto. I mean, we are all about, of course, putting our faith and putting that worldview of Christ first. But then, you know, family is such an important element of this place we become family through the job that we do, through the stu- the students that we, you know, connect with and we, you know, invest in. And then we're looking towards the future. We're trying to create those, you know, disciple makers. We're trying to create lifelong educators. We're trying to do all those things. And I feel like we've seen so many things just in the recent times where we see the proof in the pudding, so to speak. Our, our alumni are some great individuals. Yeah, I'm just and, so great you know, it's, that, it's so fun and, you know, and fulfilling to, faith, to feel like you're a part of something you, bigger than you yourself. You hear that resonated throughout our faculty and staff and our families, and, and that's something that we can uh, hang our hat on. And, and I'm so grateful for that, that, that motto that we just don't say, but we also live that. Uh, we're going to shift gears. We're going to have a little fun. We're going to laugh. Uh, Maybe I will learn something new. I know our listeners will. Uh, but share a fun fact about yourself. Um, well, one fun fact about myself is um, I won a trip from Wonders World to a marathon of my choice. I had four to choose from. China, Paris, Easter <laughs> Island, or Hawaii. And I chose Easter Island because who goes to Easter Island? Um, and so um, we flew. I trained for a marathon. I'd never run a marathon, but I trained for a marathon. And we went and I ran. We got to go 
Spent like five days in Santiago a full, a full and then we marathon. flew to Easter Island. Not, my husband and myself. Not a half. Um, not a half marathon. Ran a marathon. Um, they, yeah, twenty six point two miles. The whole thing. No, a full marathon. And I beat my goal. I wanted to do it in four, under four hours and thirty minutes, and it was four hours and twenty eight minutes. Beat my goal by two minutes. You are the coolest person um, I know. The coolest person so, I know. Yeah, it was really cool. Went horseback riding to look at all the statues. It was a great trip. It was really fun. The worst part about it though was we run the marathon and they put, we got on a plane the very next morning. And everybody was like, out, 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 out. And, you know, then you sit on a plane to fly all the way back. I had no so idea. Was, now, does Coach was, Roberts right down the hall random, from me like, know this? Because he, he <laughs> might be recruiting you to be an assistant cross-country coach. So, uh, Coach Roberts is probably listening. So, definitely he'll, uh, he'll, he'll chime in with that. And we'll see you every Saturday morning at 7 o'clock at our cross-country meeting. That, that is awesome. That, 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 thank you for sharing that, Miss Olson. Now, all right, Mr. Ray Gill, uh, how, can, how, how can you – how can you top that? Exactly right. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. How could I follow that? <laughs> the, the only thing I was going to say, and probably everybody knows this about me, I'm a musician. I, um, I play clarinet. I, I love to play. You know, that's how I met my husband was through music. Um, I'm in the orchestra here at Cottage Hill Baptist. Um, I play with the mobile that, pops. That is amazing. How does that compare to running a marathon on the Easter Island? Like? Uh, when you tune into our podcast, and as always, we appreciate uh, you two ladies and the job that, that you do here at Cottage Hill, the relationships that you build, not only with your students, but your families. And uh, I hope our listeners out there get a good laugh, but also uh, could see these uh, th- these ladies' heart uh, for, for the passion of education here at Cottage Hill Christian Academy. And once again, just thank you for listening to this segment. And as always, go Warriors. Thank you for joining us for this episode of What's Happening on the Hill. At CHCA, we will keep the mission, expand the vision, and demonstrate warrior pride in all we do. Make sure to keep up with all things Chill by following us on social media or visiting our website, chcacademy.org. Chill Christian Academy, where we live out our motto of faith, family, and future. We'll see you next time for another episode of What's Happening on the Hill.